Hi, welcome to another episode of Not Another Bad Movie Podcast with me, your host, Megan Tripp. Today with me is an internet acquaintance and host of the Sweet Valley Diaries podcast, Marissa Flaxbart. Hi, Marissa. Hi, that's me. (laughs) I like an internet acquaintance. (laughs) That describes so many relationships these days. Yeah. (laughs) I always try to, like, explain, oh, this is my sister, this is my college friend. (laughs) Oh my gosh, me too, definitely. With, yeah. with like extreme detail, sometimes uh, <laughs> to the annoyance of whoever I'm talking to. Uh, <laughs> where they're like, don't explain my life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe. I don't know um, if this is pertinent at all to your listeners or to the podcast, but, uh, and maybe the answer is no, and then this will be a weird uh, side conversation. But <laughs> so I'm trying to trace the history of our internet acquaintanceship. And are you uh, like a, a Flophouse listener? I am. And yeah, I, think- I recognized, I thought I remembered you from that space, which that's my, <laughs> my original podcast love. My first love of podcasts is the Flophouse. Yeah, that's one of um, mine, too. And that's actually where I I poach a lot of people to have guests, actually. Because I'm like, you already like bad movies. You probably want to talk about a bad movie. You'd let me record you do that, right? (laughs) That's perfect. That makes so much sense. I wish there were some sort of Sweet Valley High Facebook fan club that I could poach from. You'd think there would be, but I haven't found it. Maybe, like, more generally, like, 80s books or something or YA books of the 80s and 90s or yeah something. yeah I could look there so far I've just been asking <laughs> my friends and family members to be guests on the show <laughs> yeah I used to have my uh, sisters on and they were like oh I don't want to I don't want to do this anymore it's so much effort on our part. oh man <laughs> come on sisters but that's okay this is more fun now if they had they had kept doing the show with you then I wouldn't be here so that's true. good riddance Megan's sisters <laughs> You hear that? <laughs> um, so we ta- we watched the movie Insta Psycho, which was Boy, originally titled Insta Fame. Life I think that would have been a better crazy. title. Yeah, they they always have like two titles for I think every thing. Every time I go to IMDb, they're like also known as, and I don't know if it gets like distributed and under a different name in other countries or something, but it's always interesting. (laughs) Well, I have to admit that this watching experience was somewhat novel for me because I haven't watched a lot of Lifetime original movies or like Lifetime movies, period. Um, When I was in health class in high school, I remember watching some kind of (laughs) movie with, um, oh, Candace Cameron and like uh, Fred Savage, where it was about like um, date rape or something like that. And oh, that's goodness. what I always think of uh, when <laughs> I think of Lifetime movies. But it was a delight. <laughs> I'm glad. I, um, it was funny when I was watching this movie, I immediately thought of two other movies. One is Deadly Influencer, which I recorded with Megan Griffin. And the other is Secrets... What is it called? It's called Secrets in a Small Town. Because Deadly Influencer, as you might guess from the title, is about someone who's an influencer online. And then she tries to be, like, this girl's agent. 
<laughs> oh, okay. And then she gets like jealous and tries to kill her if she doesn't like comply with everything she wants. And um, then the other movie, Secrets in a Small Town, involves someone falling off a cliff. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So both both themes uh, that come up in Insta Psycho. Uh, yeah. Have you ever seen the real? I was about to call it a real life movie. I guess these are real life movies as well. Uh, but the film Based Ingrid Goes West. Um, sounds familiar, but yeah. No. Well, it was a film, like an indie film, that was released to theaters a few years ago, um, starring Aubrey Plaza, and it is about a very similar thing to the Deadly Influencer plot that you just mentioned um it's kind of a black comedy about a girl who gets a little bit obsessed with the idea of having friends on instagram she doesn't really have friends in real life and kind of tries to befriend an influencer and kind of things go things go very badly (laughs) it's like a different twist on the plot of of insta psycho okay so uh, maybe listeners, if you want to watch something that's actually good instead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I would recommend it. I liked, I enjoyed Ingrid Goes West quite a bit. I saw it in the theater. Oh, wow. Quite the endorsement. <laughs> <laughs> Indeed. I guess you could see a bad movie in the theater, too. And, yeah, and I often do. But yeah. uh, this was a good one. Okay. <laughs> so this movie starts with two girls in their, I guess, what is a cinema studies class? I wrote that down. I took some notes here. And one of the things I wrote down is, what class is this? I don't know. Because they clearly have been watching Citizen Kane, mm-hmm. although the movie never, like, spoon feeds us that. Uh, very subtle movie. It just talks about <laughs> Rosebud and it talks about yellow journalism. And I was like, this is an interesting lesson for them to learn. But yeah, some kind of a class. And uh, on the wall is um, some movie poster. So, I guess the... Oh, I didn't notice that. You see it in one scene, they're, like, in the doorway, and behind them you can see... Uh, I, I don't know, it might be It's a Wonderful Life. Okay. Man, what a cool class. I want to take that class. <laughs> it's funny. I think it would have been cool in high school to have, like, cinema studies. I've never heard of a high school having that. But I did have, like, um, a film class was like a general education thing in college and I like never went because I was a dork and I was like I'd rather take a nap (laughs) oh man well it just so happens that I was a cinema and media studies major in college oh wow (laughs) and it was pretty great I highly highly recommend it as a major if you're in a liberal arts school where it doesn't matter that much what you major in (laughs) Um, but I also had an amazing even as I wrote down what class is this? I had an amazing English teacher throughout middle school who had us watch movies a lot in addition to other kinds of reading and think about the themes and discuss them um, thoughtfully and philosophically. So, and that was great. That was really, that was, he was one of, probably the most formative teacher of my life, Mr. Norris. Wow. That's really cool. It was so cool. It was honors English and we just happened to have the same teacher all three years in a row. And he Mm -hmm. just, he came up with creative ways to get us talking about like story themes. Yeah, it was great. And I have a feeling that Mr. Uh, Davenport is a similar kind of teacher. (laughs) Yeah. um, He seems, you know, pretty thoughtful and he's trying to get the, the kids to engage 
Um, what are the two girls' names again? I forgot. All Their names are Maddie and Kelly. And I was okay. trying to place Maddie the whole beginning of the movie. Mm-hmm. And I even asked one of my roommates who's younger than me and knows about mm-hmm. the like hip young stars. Like, what? who is this woman? And um, I realized that I recognized her because she played um, a character on Shameless. Oh, okay. Yeah, she's... Uh, who's, Name escapes me at the moment. Let me look it up. (laughs) Um, That's Maddie. And then her friend Kelly, who is uh, the new girl in town. She's been there for two months. Mm -hmm. And she is a foster child. And she's troubled. Yeah. So Laura Wiggins is the actress who plays Maddie. And she uh, was born the same year I was. (laughs) And she's playing a (laughs) 16-year-old. Yeah. Fairly convincingly, I thought. Yeah. Um, I mean, I would think she looks more like 22. She definitely doesn't look her age. But um, it's kind of funny when we see her interacting with the woman who plays her mom. Because they are seven years apart. <laughs> <laughs> yes. But um, Maddie, is she plays her very immature. So. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. She she feels like a teenager, even if she doesn't yes. necessarily look like one. <laughs> really whiny and um, like can't decide if she wants to be a goody two-shoes or a bad girl throughout mm-hmm. the whole movie. Yeah. Um, okay. I'm... I'm looking up who she played she played karen on shameless oh okay bad bad girlfriend from bad girlfriend to good slash bad girl (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah um well so you mentioned that that the whole rosebud in the english class scene was how the movie opened but in at least when when i was watching it before the credits even roll we have this little scene we don't quite know what to think of about uh, of someone falling off a cliff and their shoe falling off and and oh right then we forget all about that for a period of time <laughs> it's strange that they open on that because then when we finally get that conversation from the mom where she says, when I was a kid, I did this dare where I walked along the cliff. You're like, oh, well, this movie's going to have someone fall off a cliff. (laughs) Yeah, all the suspense is ruined, except that we now know that somebody is going to fall. We we just don't know who it is. We've known all along that someone's going to fall off a cliff because we sort of saw it happen. But (laughs) we don't know who. Yeah. Um, my aforementioned roommate, when that moment of the movie finally comes, which I will get to, I uh, she was like, oh, my gosh, you know, that was a twist. Didn't see that one coming. And I was like, oh, well, if you'd been sitting here at the beginning of the movie, you literally would have seen it coming because they showed it to us already. Yeah, they show like someone's shoe like toppling over the edge and like her hands but we don't see like who it is but you're like oh i think they fall all the way down i think that person dies and that happens right away and so it's not like oh i wonder if they make it it's like oh no i I don't think they do (laughs) now the description of this movie had said that it was about a selfie going terribly wrong and so Mm. i imagined that that was the moment that the selfie went terribly wrong which I'm realizing now that it kind of is. But that's not the inciting incident of the film. The inciting incident is when a different sort of selfie goes terribly wrong in that the mean girl, Sasha, uh, is on Instagram, like, videotaping herself, like, out to her story, I guess it is. 
mm-hmm. with um, Kelly, the foster girl, and she says something very condescending about how people like Kelly and like keeping people like Kelly uh, with a roof over their heads, like she did with Habitat for Humanity, is is what keeps her going. And Sasha thanks everybody that's in her viewership for supporting her because you know their love is what keeps her going. Just super obnoxious influencer yeah. stuff. Yeah, they they do a good job in this movie of making you dislike Sasha immediately. <laughs> oh yeah. Which Even from her useful. entrance, which is this like slow mo, straight out of Mean Girls, really, mm-hmm. with uh, like this girl power song playing, like we are the warriors, you know, clap, clap, <laughs> clap, and the, her like she's at the front of like a V shaped formation of of hot girls walking mm-hmm. in slow motion down the hallway, and with you her hate her right clothes. off the bat. Yeah, and her flowing hair. Oh yeah, she's hot. But of course, all the girls are hot. (laughs) Like, Kelly is hot. Maddie is hot. (laughs) Their friend Ava, who is, like, the nice, quiet girl, is hot. Yeah. I mean, it's a Lifetime movie, so, you know, they all have that kind of look about them. (laughs) Absolutely. Like, they could have a modeling career if they were just, like, a little taller or something. Oh, yeah, for sure. And (laughs) Sasha was quite tall. But I guess she was the hottest, so there you go. (laughs) Um, so Kelly, is that the foster girl's name? That's her. That's her. It's understandable that you could forget because Sasha thinks her name is Katie. And so Uh, when this girl's first introduced, we get Katie and Kelly a little bit back and forth. But it is Kelly. Yeah. It's supposed to, like, indicate that Sasha, like, can't be bothered to actually know this girl's name. But because it's, like, the first time we meet this character, it's very confusing. (laughs) For sure. I almost wrote down that her name was Katie in my my notes here. (laughs) Um, she makes it her plan to take Sasha down a peg. That's something she says over and over again. We got to take Sasha down a peg. Yeah. And you know, when she first spells out this plan, it kind of makes sense because Sasha's awful. So you're like, what she did to you is not fair. And she's like touting this internet fame and she's doing it on the back of someone she didn't even ask permission to participate. Like it's, it's yucky. Yeah. Um, but it's it's also like an ill-defined plan. <laughs> she doesn't oh, for sure. like. Um, it would have made sense if she was like trying to parody the videos that Sasha was putting up, or making vague posts about oh people like this or people like that. But the first thing she does is like kind of um, do a version of what Sasha did, which is like. Sasha's sitting around in a sports bra talking about like her exercise regimen and so she's like well I'm just gonna say hey guys do you like my new bra and she has a lacy bra on which she doesn't have the security tag off of so we know she stole Mm -hmm. it from Nordstrom (laughs) later we find out it was a $30 bra and I was like that's really (laughs) cheap for a bra (laughs) exact same thought (laughs) like so so she makes this video where she's like she's just kind of like looking into the camera like in her sexy sort of bralette like lacy bralette and she's like do you guys like it and then she says at the end hashtag suck it Sasha right something like that yeah yeah hashtag suck it Sasha and and oh I mean Kelly has this really really horrible skeevy foster dad oh yeah but I don't even know we can we'll have to talk about him I think his name was Dave Dan Either way. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, her par- not- her foster parents are mm-hmm. also v- really very young and yeah. they're not married. Yeah. And I don't know. They're just like 
textbook awful like trashy White people trash. yeah and he he's like pinching at her as she walks by before she makes the video in her room and then yeah he just busts open the door and she's like screaming at him to screaming screaming yeah close the door and he is completely ignoring her and harassing her from the door yeah and um it's really upsetting and so she like runs off to her friend maddie's house but before she gets there like we see maddie and her friend eva like talking on the couch about how about how this bra like i saw that bra in her video at nordstrom for thirty dollars where did she get that money and like yeah where did you get thirty dollars but also that is not that is a very low cost bra like i wish i know Um, but don't forget there's one other character that whose name escapes me at the moment i want to say it's kent kurt it's kurt kurt the boyfriend (laughs) with the hair and yeah he's got the pointiest nose i've ever seen (laughs) on a human being but very he's cute he's tall i thought he was going to be a bad boy at first like i was ready for this to be the kind of lifetime original that like has a bad boyfriend and he's the one who because i don't know who the psycho is at this point Right. But um, I did write down that when Maddie um, walks away from him after they, they like meet by the by the football bleachers and like kiss a little bit. And when Maddie walks away from him, he calls out to her, Maddie. And then she turns around and he just says to her, hey, like, and she smiles all, yeah. all cute and says, hey, you too. <laughs> And then turns around again and walks away. (laughs) Yeah, he definitely watched A Star is Born and he's like, oh, that's going to be my move. (laughs) (laughs) That is, he should have said, what does he say? I just wanted to take one more look at you. I mean, at least it would have been a reference to something. Uh, Because I'm pretty sure that line has occurred in like all of the versions of A Star is Born. Or at least two versions of A Star is Born. So that's, it's a timeless reference. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> the next adaptation of A Star is Born that comes out, the line will be in that one, too. Yeah. <laughs> 2030. Um, but yeah, they're they're sweet and they like each other a lot. But yeah, none of their ro- uh, conversation is like super romantic or anything. It's just kind of like, hey. Yeah, it's basically <laughs> like, like establish this character. Yeah. Maddie has a boyfriend. Her name is Kurt. I mean, his name is Kurt. Right. But also, we've also established Kelly is teasing Maddie early on about having a crush on Mr. Davenport. Yeah. Yeah. And so Ava and um, Kelly both give her a hard time about it. Yeah. I mean, and he's pretty cute. Yeah. Um, I had to, I loved this because, you know... Not to talk too much about my own podcast and the world of Sweet Valley High. <laughs> I did think of um, uh, Collins when I saw him. Yes. I was like, oh, so, here we go. <laughs> in Sweet Valley High. I mean, everything about this movie could have been like a modern day Sweet Valley High novel, which was amazing. So it was so much fun to watch well, a movie that's set in high school. I mean, not the death. <laughs> Even that, I think, could have been really? in some of the some of the books. Like one of they had these books called like super thrillers, and it mm. could totally have been about this. Only. I don't know. It would have been that would have been rough, but she probably just would have been gravely injured rather than actually sure, dying. Sure. But for sure, in Sweet Valley High, on Sweet Valley Diaries, we have there is a sexy English teacher that everybody, all the girls love because he is very attractive and also he's a good teacher. And um, we keep track of him and his his doings uh, on Sweet Valley Diaries very closely. <laughs> 
Yeah, he has. He's all about like sparkling eyes and eye contact and giving good advice. And yeah, his strawberry blonde hair. Yeah, and he basically was this guy. He basically Mr. Davenport (laughs) and Mr. Collins are the same guy. The same one. I wouldn't be surprised if like the person who like either cast this movie or wrote this movie was like a Sweet Valley High reader when they were a kid. (laughs) Totally. Yeah, that would make sense. It has the vibe a lot. Absolutely. Except for the death, but apparently in, in thrillers, anything's possible. <laughs> I mean, there are some deaths here and there, but I do yeah. agree with you that it, the death is a little bit out there for a Sweet Valley High novel. So it probably would have been like in a coma is kind of more yeah. Sweet Valley yeah. speed. Because mm-hmm. that way it's a soap opera, right? So you can keep the character alive to live for another book. Mm-hmm. You know, eventually they'll come out of their coma and they'll have a new personality or something. Right. <laughs> um... So, oh, there's something, I don't know if anything in terms of plot really happens during the dinner that Maddie has, um, or that Kelly has over at Maddie's place, except she mentions that she used to live in Louisiana. And yeah. I actually, like, called my friend today, because she works um, a little bit in the foster case care system, and I was like does that happen where like a foster kid goes from one state to another? And she's like, it's possible, but it's super rare. Cause you, would... Oh, that's such a good point. <laughs> you would yeah. Go why to, like... would she? Yeah. You would go to like the family. And then if there wa- wasn't a family member who could take care of her, then you would go to a family friend. And if there weren't family friends, then you would go to the County and then you would go a little bit further out and then you would go to the state. And she's like, I guess if you had a very severe case where the kid was like, perhaps abusive or if the state had like a low population and they needed to go where there were more foster homes in a neighboring state you would but typically like the only time they would move out of state is if they were like adopted by a family who then moved out of the state and took the kid with them because and I was like that this makes no sense and like the movie doesn't even need her to be a foster kid for as much as is involved in that (laughs) Yeah, I guess that's true. Like, she could have just had... It could have just been, like, her mom and her mom's bad boyfriend. That would have been great. And it would have been fine. (laughs) But so these girls are all kind of, like, they're studying, and they basically devise a plan. I mean, it's Kelly's plan. That's Mm -hmm. that's simple and, like, understandable. They're going to give Sasha a taste of her own medicine, they're going to, uh, but the craziest thing is the way, like, this movie's understanding of social media and Instagram. Because it's like, Kelly, as she is posting this story with her br- sexy bra, is mm-hmm. already getting comments and likes, and, and like, everybody's so crazy about it. Like, but, so she would have already had to have this follower base after two months in town for that to happen. Like, you can't, like, what kind of SEO has Kelly got on her, <laughs> on her bra Instagram story post? I don't know. Yeah. And but they're like, already maybe, talking about, yeah. go ahead. Well, maybe, like, people she knew from other towns, but then they wouldn't be invested in Sasha and how much they hate Sasha, because they wouldn't know that girl at all. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> I yeah, it makes it does it does kind of seem like maybe this is all just the high school. And I don't know, maybe high school is like that, like everybody follows everybody and so maybe. you could have I mean there were 400 people in my graduating class. Like yeah. I guess you could have 300 likes on something if everybody mm-hmm. in your class followed you and liked your post, but Yeah, I guess that's possible. It's definitely but their scheme 
is definitely like tapping into an undercurrent of anti-Sasha sentiment in the high school. Yeah. Because suck it, Sasha is trending now. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It was funny, though, because I was just thinking about like how girls are typically bullied. And it's usually with a lot of deniability, like someone will say something and then somebody will say something about whatever that first person said. And then they'll be like, oh, I wasn't talking about you. I was just in general, you know. Or they'll, like, accidentally, quote-unquote, tag the wrong person and be like, oh, we're having such a fun time with this Ashley. Oops, uh, no, actually this other Ashley. You know what I mean? Like, there's no deniability. They literally make a hashtag with Sasha's name in it. (laughs) Yeah, it's so direct, yeah. Yeah. And the question of bullying is interesting because... It's something where it's it's not very cut and dry in this movie. You know, the yeah. the girl that they are, quote unquote, bullying is the most popular girl. You yeah. know, she's everybody loves her. So they don't think of it that way, you know. And I don't know what the movie wants us to think, but we'll get there when we're done talking about the story. Yeah, I I will appreciate I will say I do appreciate the fact that it's like easy to think about bullying is like oh, well, the person with the social clout, you know, can can be said to be a bully. But, like, I'm not a bully because I don't have that same social status. So if I'm mean to her, it's, like, just evening things out. It's not actually bullying, you know? Like, I think that's an easy trap to fall into, especially if you're in high school. Absolutely. Um, And... So, I mean, that's kind of what they're doing for a while. I mean, there's the scene where uh, they're trying to, like, basically there's a little bit of a, like, flame war between Sasha and her videos and the these other girls and their videos, which it's mostly Kelly, but Kelly yeah. recruits Maddie and they do something where they, like, Kelly suggests that maybe they should kiss because that'll definitely get a lot of likes. Like, the videos aren't like expressly anti-Sasha for the most part, but then they have the hashtag suck at Sasha. (laughs) But now they're upping the ante. Maddie's like, I don't feel comfortable kissing you, but here's what we can do. And they both like pull down their shirts so that they have a lot of cleavage and stuff and write in lipstick on their chests. Uh, Kelly writes suck it and Maddie writes Sasha exclamation point. And when their friend Ava sees it, she's like, I can't believe you guys did this without me. (laughs) Which... I don't know what word she would have had on her chest, because... <laughs> Maybe it. They took them all. Yeah. <laughs> if it's three words. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Good point. I did feel kind of bad for Ava, because, like, Ava was probably Maddie's best friend, and then this new girl comes to town, and she's like, okay, all three of us can be friends, and then they, too, are doing stuff without her, and she's like, oh, come on, guys. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy to think that they brought this character in and said, okay, she's been here for two months, but she and Maddie have become, like, absolute, absolutely inseparable best friends, and their bond can never be severed. I don't know. 16 is a bit like that, though. <laughs> I guess you're right. It would fly on Sweet Valley. I'll say that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, there's no time in Sweet Valley anyway. Right. Well, so maybe there's no time in whatever high school this is, either, <laughs> too. I don't think we get a name. No, it's funny. Later, we see cheerleaders in the cafeteria, and they're wearing blue and white. So we know the school colors are blue and white, but yeah. we don't know the mascot. We, we don't know the name of the school. It's just yeah. a blue and white uniform without any words on it. 
Yeah. Well, Sasha basically says to Kelly and Maddie, like, I know what you guys are doing and you're messing with the wrong girl. I'm going to, like, bring you down. Mm-hmm. And, like, what's the back and forth? Like, there's the she cheerleader thing. Uh, what? She trips Kelly. Yeah. And Kelly then... gets a 48 on a test in mm-hmm. the hot teacher's class. And the hot teacher has this. Oh, my gosh. We forgot a very important <laughs> plot point. Yes. So important that I'm, like, kicking my microphone over. <laughs> Speaking so of important. deaths. Uh, Dan or Dave or whoever her uh, <laughs> caretaker is. Who's been Dan a slash total... Dave. Right. <laughs> who's been a total uh, creep this whole time, uh, she decides to, quote-unquote, make nice and wear something seductive and uh, give him this beer. But we see that she's put something in there. Some kind of drug. Yeah. She broke open some capsules and Mm -hmm. she put them into the beer. This is after she's, like, come home from Maddie's house. This is the first night that she goes to Maddie's house. And she's come home, and he says that he wants to apologize for barging in on her earlier. And she, like, takes the bait for a second, but then he says some really creepy stuff to her about how she needs to get a boyfriend, and, you know, he can show her how to move her body, and it's really icky. And uh, that's when she goes and drugs him, and then she comes back with, like, yeah, like seductive look on her face and the next thing you know it's the morning and the foster mom is screaming because dan slash dave is deceased in his chair right where kelly left him mm-hmm. um so <laughs> you'd think that uh you know child protective services or dcf or something would come in and do some sort of investigation or remove her from the home they don't she continues to live with destiny uh the police come in like for a half a second and they're like oh i guess he od'd what are you gonna do (laughs) yeah and then kelly one of the next videos we see is of her like kind of crying about how this guy was like a the closest thing to a father figure that that she ever had and puts up the phone number for the suicide prevention hotline and then at the end of the video (laughs) she says suck it sasha (laughs) i don't i forget exactly what she says but it's something like you know uh, everyone matters except for you sasha <laughs> oh that's right it's <laughs> it's really that. tone deaf uh, kelly it's, but she she gets her point across i don't know awful. what it's the weirdest thing <laughs> but I it's the first clue we get that there's something wrong with kelly like <laughs> <laughs> like she's not just trying to get back at sasha like she's got yeah, something up and then right. <laughs> Kurt, the the boyfriend of Maddie, it, when when they like up the ante and do this lipstick suck at Sasha lipstick chest video thing, mm-hmm. Kurt is like really upset with Maddie because he just thinks she's being childish or unfair or something. I don't know. Yeah, he's kind of vague, and it's hard to tell if he's annoyed that she's doing a video where she's just in a bra or if he's annoyed. I think that, that might be it. Yeah. Or if um, he's annoyed that she's being mean and he feels like you're you're being too mean. Um, later, when they have another conversation about it, he's like, I'm just afraid that Kelly's changing you or something like that. So Yeah. Maybe a bit of both. <laughs> but nobody knows that Kelly killed her foster guy. And yeah. uh, that's fine because his death is not particularly suspicious. Yeah. And... They just keep on love. like, oh, but but she gets the 48 on the test and the teacher right. is like, tells her she can't retake it. But 
um, she's suspicious that maybe he like Sasha is on team Sasha or whatever because there's a picture of them on his desk from when Sasha was like some kind Young of scholar or something yeah and then Sasha trips her and and has somebody all set up to to tape like she pretend Sasha pretends that it's an accident but clearly it wasn't because Someone's on her tapping. Instagram feed then she has like video of it happening so mm-hmm. one thing i i did love from earlier is we see Destiny, uh, Dave slash Dan's uh, girlfriend, the foster parent, and um, <laughs> she's wearing this sweat sweater with holes in it, and her hair <laughs> is like matted, <laughs> and it's coming out in all directions, and it looks like it was like Halloween, and she's dressed up as a hobo. It's <laughs> ridiculous. Yeah, she's got like makeup <laughs> under her eyes. Yes. And it was another one of those cases of trying to make, like, a really pretty actress look frumpy and trashy. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Well, as long as we're talking moms, I guess we can talk about Maddie's mom. Yeah. uh, Whose name is... Her last name is Reynolds. I I can't remember what her first name is. Um, Mrs. Reynolds. Yeah. Nikki Whelan is the actress, and she is Gwen Reynolds. Okay. But I mean, so she's I a real estate agent. Like she's Gwen. trying to sell she's this really mom. expensive house. She's going to get a big commission. Mm-hmm. She always has her hair in like a beautiful, like Elsa braid, her blonde hair. <laughs> yeah. And, and her uh, makeup is weird. She's a cool mom. She's pretty cool. Yeah. I guess uh, the husband must have passed away. That's what it seemed like. Yeah. But... I will say her makeup is like very orange, <laughs> and it does not blend <laughs> yeah, in with her neck at all. <laughs> it was, but maybe like appropriate for suburban mom. Although, is this the suburbs? At one point, Kelly rides a bus. Yeah. I don't know where this was supposed to take place. I too does <laughs> near cliffs somewhere. Right, right. <laughs> because at one point, what? So the mom, Maddie is driving. Oh, because prom's coming up, and they're going to go right. get prom dresses. Yeah, so Maddie's mom says to Kelly, I'll buy you a prom dress, since y'all are so close. And so all three of them, Ava and Maddie and Kelly, go uh, get prom dresses, and then Ava drove herself, so she leaves, and then the other three are in the other car, and then Kelly asks uh, Maddie's mom, Gwen, what's the craziest thing you ever did? Right. And she talks about how, she, I don't know about the craziest, but the stupidest thing I ever did was that um, I went and did this dare thing where you walk along the edge of this cliff, this particular cliff that's like above a ravine with your eyes closed. And it's something that teens in this town used to do, but um, then somebody slipped and died. And so we people finally smartened up and don't do it anymore. Also in this scene, we learned that Sasha and... Maddie were best friends when they were younger. Oh, yeah. And, and that, that Sasha's, Sasha's dad, dad works with Gwen. Mm-hmm. Or, like, is her boss or something. Yeah. yeah, he owns the real estate business that she's a realtor at. Yeah. Um, all, all things that will be important later. Yeah. We also <laughs> learned that Ava has her own car. Yes. Uh, which will be important later as well. <laughs> um... But in that secret, what was it? The secrets of 
this basketball team hazing movie, whatever it's called. Secrets in a Small Town. Um, that's exactly what they do. They, like, make a girl walk along the side of a cliff and she falls and she doesn't die. And, but they think that she's dead. And so they, like, say, oh, she must have gone hiking by herself. We don't know anything about it. And then she ends up, like, in a shack and then they find her later in the end. So it's, like, right. I think the same filming location. And I was, like, this is almost exactly like this other movie I saw. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Well, yeah. And poor Ava is a real, like, Barb from Stranger Things. Like, she's really yeah. nice. She's really the voice of reason almost all the time. She yeah. doesn't do a thing wrong. No. And I found myself almost wishing that maybe she had wronged Kelly somehow. <laughs> because then at least that would, like, up the ante a little bit and make sure. you wonder about Kelly's motives here. But yeah. Kelly is the one who has this great idea. Oh, when uh, on the drive home from the gown shopping... Mm-hmm. um they get a call from the principal's office like Gwen does and finds out about the that like Sasha's parents have reported that she's being cyberbullied or whatever mm-hmm. and harassed online and so Maddie gets grounded um and, and her, her mom insists that she show her her posts she says pull up your posts and Maddie says i wrote it down she says they're private <laughs> and i was just like oh sister like you do not understand how the internet works <laughs> mr davenport did not teach internet literacy he might be teaching you about yellow journalism but nothing you post on instagram is private yeah no <laughs> And she doesn't even have a fake Insta account to show her mom, like, oh, it's this one. She just, you know, get hands over her phone, yeah. and her mom looks at her posts, and she's like, I can't believe it. And you're any teens listening, teens phone. everywhere, just don't post stuff on the internet that you don't, you would be ashamed of your parents seeing. It's a good rule to follow. It'll keep you out of a lot of trouble. Because <laughs> yeah. someday your bosses will be looking at those very same posts, or your potential bosses, exactly. that will never become your bosses, because they'll see how you wrote <laughs> uh, Suck It, Sasha, in lipstick on your chest, and then you don't get into NYU, you know? Yeah. Basically, you should do it old school. If you don't like someone, just talk behind their back like a normal person. You don't need to write it down. Never write anything yeah. down. <laughs> talk with your voice. <laughs> You can even talk loud enough for them to hear it, but, like, yeah. they won't be able to prove it. Yeah. Don't leave <laughs> it's your record. word against theirs. <laughs> Don't put anything in an email. Don't put anything in an instant message. Don't put anything on Instagram. Don't even take <laughs> videos that can then be deleted, because as we find out, deleted videos are not necessarily deleted, even if you delete them from the trash. Yeah. <laughs> But so Maddie's Maddie is grounded, but Kelly, bad influence Kelly, mm-hmm. pops up and shows up at the window and is like, come on, we're going someplace secret. And she drives Eva's car. Mm-hmm. And where are they going? Sure enough, they're going the to the cliffs. <laughs> so she wants to get like a cool video of, I don't know, each of them or just one of them walking i'm not sure what her original plan is yeah kelly seems like the kind of schemer that only plans so far yeah like (laughs) she has the first two to three steps of a plan in place Mm -hmm. and she doesn't think out the rest yeah so she wants to take like this cool video and it's gonna show how badass they are compared to sasha who would never do something like this and i guess yeah that's a great point like (laughs) what does she even want to accomplish i guess they're just looking for the most 
Like, they're kind of competing to see who can get the most attention. Yeah, like, who gets the most followers and shares and stuff, I guess. I guess. It's a terrible plan. It doesn't make any sense. It doesn't. And it's very dangerous. And she already knows that somebody died doing it. But she's like, no, it'll be fine. So she uh, tells Maddie to do it. And Maddie's like, I'm not doing that. That's very dangerous. I don't even want to be here. And then um, Ava is like, I'll do it. It'll be fine. You know, it's not a big deal. And then... um, she like almost slips but she's totally fine but then um kelly's like uh i can't get a good angle to make this look scary and it's like well then you change your angle like (laughs) what are you doing yeah like all of this makes it seem like she is trying to kill somebody because otherwise (laughs) why doesn't she just do it herself but i don't think that we're supposed to believe that she's trying to kill ava or maddie i don't know I don't think she is, but because she's she doesn't want to do it herself. I guess she yeah. she's wants to. I don't know why she doesn't really have a good reason. But then she decides the best way to make this look good is if um, Ava like leans out over the edge and has someone hold her hand the whole time. Yeah. Um, so Kelly's holding her hand. Yeah, and then Ava slips, and then kelly can't hold on or won't hold on that's a little it's hard to say even having seen the movie and seen multiple takes of the hand (laughs) letting go it it, she says that she can't hold on later on we see her sort of like open her hands up but she's crying (laughs) at the time she seems genuine i don't know she says like i thought she would catch herself it's weird yeah but ava falls and um this was the moment where my roommate was like oh my gosh never saw that coming and of course, those of us that have been watching from the beginning <laughs> knew exactly that what was about to happen. Mm-hmm. Right down to the yellow shoe uh, knocking against the side of the cliff. <laughs> yeah, it it really should have been shocking. There's no reason to forecast it with the first thing. Yeah, I that mean, would have been think, so much better. Yeah. Gosh. <laughs> By the time the girls run down to the bottom of the cliff, it is yeah. night is falling. Yeah. And Maddie, I'm sorry, uh, Ava is super dead. <laughs> yes. Ava is no more. And so Maddie <laughs> is uh, obviously crying and upset and she wants to call the police. She doesn't have her phone because she's grounded and her mom's taking her phone. Um, Ava's phone is, I don't know where Ava's phone is, but... Kelly has her own phone and Kelly says, I can't call 911 because I'm a foster kid and they're going to pin this on me and you're going to be fine, but I'm not going to be fine and you have to protect me because you're my friend. Right. She does not understand the concept of an accident. Like, I don't think that Kelly actually has anything to worry about. Like, I don't think that she would have gotten in trouble at all, but she is very sure that she would be and so sure that she's able to convince Maddie that that's what would happen. And... They walk away and they, they, they have, they delete, they must have Ava's phone because they delete videos from Ava's phone. And this is where uh, Maddie even says like, delete them, delete them, delete them though. You can't just delete them from the phone. You have to delete them from the trash. Yeah. And at this moment in time, this, Mm -hmm. my same roommate, Kat, who I keep bringing up, (laughs) who was home watching this with me said... Oh, but the cloud. (laughs) 
<laughs> oh, um, one other thing we see Kelly do um, is right after Ava falls from the cliff, um, Maddie uh, runs to the edge and then Kelly screams, what'd you do? And is videotaping it. It makes it look like um, Maddie uh, pushed Ava over the edge or something. Yeah. And is that premeditated or was it just a slip of the tongue that she manages to manipulate later? I don't know. Yeah. When she was doing it, it seemed like she was trying to be like, well, if it does come back to us, I want it to go on her, not me. So let me yeah. take this video real quick. But but then like 10 minutes later, she's telling Maddie how it everything was, it was her fault. You know, it was her idea. It was her phone. And that's why she's going to be in trouble. And that's why they can't. They have to make it look like an accident. And so what they do is they post a video that Ava had first taken with her own phone about how she was on the edge of the cliff. They post that to Instagram, to Ava's Instagram account. Mm -hmm. And I don't know how they have all the logins and shit for that, but... Oh, oh, yes, I do. Because they straight up ask Ava what her pin code is, and she just tells them. And so they know it. So... They post that to Ava's account and make it look so so that they know that like when somebody finds her body, like it'll all add up. Right. They'll be like, oh, okay, Ava was doing this thing yeah. alone. Apparently, people are yeah. gonna assume, and then they'll be like, oh, and then she fell, and now she's dead. Um. But then the police end up finding like her car and then her body. So. It it kind of didn't really even matter that they posted that video. <laughs> yeah, they leave her car behind. Yeah. Uh, and walk home. And Maddie, like, oh, but meanwhile, oh, wait, no, mean, yeah, meanwhile, Maddie's mom has knows that she snuck out. Oh, yeah, because she goes to check on her and she's not there. Um, and then when Maddie comes home, she has, like, muddy, wet clothes that she just leaves on the floor. And then she goes to school the next day. And then her mom sees the muddy, wet clothes. And she's like, oh, that's weird. She must have gone somewhere muddy last night and when she snuck out. And I don't know who she snuck out with or where they went, but something's up. Right. And of course the mom knows about the, the she knows that the cliff is a location. Like she doesn't know that's where they went, but she's aware of that whole thing. Cause she's the one that told them about it. Right. <laughs> but this is where things really get crazy because yeah. when Mr. Davenport starts asking around, like, has anybody seen Ava? Like her father called the school. She never came home last night. They don't know where her car is. Um, before too long, you know, Maddie denies everything. It, Kelly denies everything. Kelly stops Maddie from telling Kurt everything. And then, lo and behold, the cops come and arrest Sasha. Yeah. What? Because the whole suck it Sasha. They're like, oh, she was being bullied. So maybe she's a suspect. Yeah. And, and then, then they find evidence, evidence because <laughs> Kelly has planted her own muddy shoes in Sasha's locker. And of course, they're going to match up with the footprints at the scene of the crime. Mm-hmm. You know, and Sasha can say all day long, like, those aren't my shoes. Those aren't my shoes. But, you know, they're in her it locker. seems pretty incriminating. Mm-hmm. It's that was actually a pretty good twist because I didn't think that she was going to try and pin anything on Sasha. I thought she was just going to try and hide everything as much as yeah. possible. Throughout the movie, we keep on hearing how Kelly is, like, obsessed with Sasha, obsessed with Sasha, but it hasn't really reached the level of seeming unhinged. It seems like pretty normal teen girl behavior until this point where it's just like, whoa, Whoa. she's got this whole plan. Like, she's trying to send Sasha up the river. And 
when Maddie is like, oh my god, you can't do that. Like, she'll be in so much trouble. Kelly is like, she's rich. Like, sh- her dad's lawyers will get her off. Like, she's fine. You know, we're just giving, we're just scaring her. Mm-hmm. And then she, originally when she was trying to tell her not to t- uh, talk to Kurt, she was like, don't worry, you know, we're best friends and we've got each other, blah, blah, blah. But now that um, Maddie is saying, we can't be putting this on Sasha and what are you doing? She's like, oh, you don't want to get on my bad side because then you end up like uh, my foster parent did. And so she's like intimating that she had something to do with his death and is yeah. kind of straight up threatening murder at this point. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's like, yeah, which was- way to show your hand. Yeah, that was a bad mistake on Kelly's part, I think, because yeah. that's when Maddie kind of starts to ha- to turn. Uh, mm-hmm. Meanwhile, Gwen is at uh, her the home, house. I guess. And no, I think she's at the, the house she's trying to sell. The fancy listing, yeah. yeah. And who should show up but Sasha's dad. Her boss. And he basically says, if Maddie had anything to do with this, you know, you better hope to God Maddie didn't have anything to do with this. And also, I don't think we can work together and you're off this listing. So she's ruining lives left and right, this scheme. (laughs) And then um, obviously Maddie is really upset about this. And it's like, well, I mean, a girl is dead and another girl's being framed. But yes, your college fund is now in jeopardy. So I guess care more. (laughs) Right. Well, her good friend is dead. So I feel like she's kind of to blame for it. So that's kind (laughs) of a big part of it. She did something really terrible, but yeah. Um, but yeah, when the mom, it, now it becomes important that the mom has her phone. Yes. Because Maddie no longer wants to talk to Kelly. Like she dismisses a FaceTime call that she gets from Kelly. So Kelly yeah. tries to text it, it pushes her. to um, the laptop. And then yeah. Kelly, not thinking, is like, well, I'll just start texting. And uh, the phone, um, her Maddie's mom still has the phone. So she's the one yeah. receiving all the texts. Yeah. So Maddie's mom cleverly pretends to be, uh, to be Maddie. Mm-hmm. But Kelly says something like, we have to be extra careful. And Gwen types back, pretending to be Maddie, Why? And Kelly's like, huh, what a weird thing to say. Like, you know why. Because we're responsible and, for someone's death. Yeah. And then the mom types, do you think Ava is guilty? No, Sasha and, is guilty. Oh, sorry. I'm Ava. so sorry. Do you think yeah. Sasha is guilty? And, and then, then like, Kelly knows oh. for sure what's going on. <laughs> I know. What's so she writes back in all caps, definitely. <laughs> and then she instantly comes up with this new story about how... Uh, Maddie had been out last night with Mr. Davenport and I can't believe you actually slept with him. Mm-hmm. And the mom is like, I guess. oh my God. <laughs> but I, I'm not sure why she did that. Like she already has a boyfriend, so she could have just been like, oh, you snuck out with Kurt and yeah. it would have been just as fine in terms of like saving her own ass. But she yeah. invents this whole story about Davenport and it's hard to know. Is she like trying to punish Maddie for being not being on the same page as she is? Or? Yeah, that's a really good point. If she's just trying to create an <laughs> alibi, she could just as easily have texted you were with Kurt and you slept with him. Like that would have been a great alibi that still yeah. would have gotten the mom upset. But instead, she drags Mr. Davenport into this. 
and she breaks into the house and steals Maddie's underwear, which is a very sexy pair of underwear that Maddie has that her mom knows about because she does the laundry or whatever and sprays it with Maddie's perfume and like steals some stationery and Mm -hmm. like, oh, that's what gets, sorry, the stationery gets sprayed with perfume, not (laughs) the underwear. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, it's like, oh, I miss you and I want to see you again. Yeah. Definitely making it seem uh, like whoever has this letter and underwear is having some sort of affair with Maddie. And of course, it gets put in Mr. Davenport's um, desk. In In his desk drawer. Yeah, this all happens so fast. Listeners, if this seems crazy to you, like, what does it have to do with anything? Yeah, that's how it feels as the viewer, too. Like, whoa, this, this escalated quickly. Like, I didn't even know that that this was... A potential plot point. Although the movie does plant the crush very early yeah. on. Um, I don't know. Maybe she just wants to punish Mr. Davenport for not letting her take the exam again. And she's like, Mr. Davenport sucks. He's always giving me bad grades. Yeah. I want to take him down a peg. And so, and she thinks he's pro-Sasha. Yeah, that's true. He's pro-Sasha. He's anti-her. He has to go down. But so when this happens... Maddie instantly knows that Kelly is to blame. Mm-hmm. And when she sees Kelly in the hallway on the way out, she they have a serious cat fight. Like, yeah. sc- scratching and hair pulling, like <laughs> pulling out of out of the head. <laughs> it's really bad. Yeah. It's um like actually a pretty good cat fight for a Lifetime movie. Because a lot of times with Lifetime mo- movies, they'll do like, there's the reveal that um, someone is a psycho and they're in your house and they're holding you at knife point or gunpoint and they're trying to like keep you in a closet or a basement or something and then there's like a fight for to like get away but there's no like actual just fight because we're angry at each other <laughs> yeah and in this one there was like an actual honest to goodness like physical fight yeah. and it wasn't to like kidnap someone. <laughs> Maddie ends up with a big gash on her cheek and mm-hmm. Kelly has this bloody split lip that she never washes off. Um, <laughs> so these girls both have these wounds for the rest yeah. of the film, which isn't too much longer now. No. Um, but so a weird series of events happens where <laughs> that I feel like we have to like spell out logistically. Yeah. The mom is at school picking up Maddie. They get in the car yeah, well, the mom they, totally they believes this Mr. Davenport story. Yeah, they see the stuff with Mr. Davenport. The principal is there. The principal says, Mr. Davenport, you're suspended. And then we'll see what we're going to do in terms of punishment for you, yeah. Maddie, which is like weird. Like, should the student yeah. be punished at all? And are you going to talk to law enforcement at all? I don't know. But then they are about to drive home and then Gwen sees Mr. Davenport like coming out the side door and decides to go talk to him. Yeah. And she's told Maddie, like, how could you do something like this? Things like this, like, this could totally ruin your life. And we're going to have a serious talk. And while the while her mom is talking to Mr. Davenport, Maddie sneaks away and runs off to go find Kurt, I guess. Yeah. And then together she takes him to the rental house, which she knows the code for because Mm -hmm. the the real estate it's not a rental sorry the real estate property the real estate company always uses the same code for all of their houses which is yeah. a bad idea I'm like that's not very secure no and they use that as their like secret hideout to plot like how they're going to solve this problem mm-hmm. and and that's when he comes up with the cloud idea yeah 
that the the cloud in fact would still be holding on to this these deleted videos and that is that would be evidence that um kelly is the one that is responsible for all this and and show what really happens and exonerate sasha yeah Um, and there's one more piece of the puzzle there which is that maddie realizes that she has to go to apologize to sasha in person and well i guess first kurt has to sneak into the school and like steal maddie's phone oh okay so maddie's phone is in um the police station because it's or eva eva's phone uh oh yeah eva um her phone is evidence but she keeps all her old phones i guess in her locker at school and so if they're able oh, right. to uh grab her old phone they'll be able to access uh her um account and yeah get the video that way and it's a real hacker scene in like a heist movie where <laughs> kurt sneaks into the school he almost gets caught he plugs the phone into his laptop and is like beep boop beep boop yes i got it <laughs> yeah it's a very low-tech hacker. <laughs> yeah. I knew the pin, and mm-hmm. I got it. Mm-hmm. The kind of low-tech hacking we all have to accomplish every day yeah. to live in this modern world. <laughs> exactly. Uh, and then, so Maddie takes this video to Sasha. Meanwhile, <clears throat> all of this is happening very quickly. Maddie's mom sees Kelly walking home. And offers mm-hmm. to give her a ride. Yeah. And she seems like really sympathetic to Kelly and like doesn't believe her own daughter at all, which always drives me crazy in these movies. It's so easy to turn the friends and family of one of the main characters. <laughs> it's just like, oh, I definitely don't yeah. believe my own flesh and blood i definitely believe everything you have to say new character someone i've known for two months but then at the very end of this conversation when they pull up to kelly's house you start to think that maybe this whole thing has been a little bit of a ruse on the mom's part because she asks for a bit of an explanation about the muddy like i wonder why the sneakers and the Uh, jeans were muddy because that doesn't align up with the story that you're telling me about Mm um her alibi yeah and Kelly freaks and thinks quickly on her feet and is like, I want to show you something. She has, it's like, she has two plans at once here and she yeah. can't pick which one she wants to follow. <laughs> no. What does she end up showing her at first? Well, she shows oh, the, the mom the video the, um, of pushing a ma- the one that she shot earlier that where she is saying to Maddie, why did you do that? Mm-hmm. What were you thinking? Yeah, yeah. Right after Ava falls. But then immediately, as soon as she <laughs> plays the video, she whacks the mom over the head with something. <laughs> yeah. And locks her in a closet. Yeah. She just kind of panics. She's like, does this work? I don't know. Let me just hit you in the head. <laughs> yeah. Go in the closet. Yeah. <laughs> then as she steals the mom's, Month, like cash in the mom's wallet is like totally empty except for the the prop department did not manage to put any credit cards or IDs or anything in there <laughs> but she steals some cash from the mom and steals her car and like then sees that she has this message this like DM from Sasha and Maddie showing that they've recovered this video footage of um of Kelly holding Ava's hand mm-hmm. and Ava falling. You know, it's very, it's totally incriminating. Yeah. And they say, you have to meet us um, in this location at 630. Otherwise, we're going public with this video. And so she heads that way and they get her talking and 
I forget yeah. exactly what she says, but she basically self-incriminates. Yeah, and she says, "You don't understand how hard it is, how much, how, what despair it tastes like blood, and it smells like death." And yeah. I just, you guys could never understand. And it is a really heart-wrenching speech that she gives about how painful her life has been already at 17. And she's so sorry. She never meant to, you know, she didn't even mean to kill Dan slash Dave, you know. No. But <laughs> she really is, she she just feels terrible. But, like, every, everywhere she turns, it's like she just can't win. <laughs> and yeah. then... She finishes this whole sad speech, and Maddie's like, okay, Kurt. <laughs> and Kurt comes out. He was behind the trees taping the whole thing. Um, Live streaming I, it, even. Live yeah, streaming it. Yeah. Not just taping it, which is important because yeah. live stream, you can't, you know, anybody that saw that saw it. You know, you can't, yeah. you don't have to press send on the live stream. <laughs> it's funny that he, like, announces hey i'm here <laughs> yeah they could have just not done that it <laughs> would have been fine have. Have and been unfortunately fun. since they do kelly immediately like leaps onto maddie and she's kind of like justifiably angry because they've set yeah. these terms that like no phones and yeah. maddie even or sorry kelly even throws her phone and um ava or sorry Sasha's phone, phone into the yeah. water. Like, mm-hmm. she's like, I want to make sure that nobody is recording this. Yeah. And Maddie basically promises her. So, but Maddie ends up, you know, hoisting her by a, her own petard and using the the <laughs> platform that <laughs> she so beloved to, to frame, or not to frame her, but to, to prove that she was guilty. And mm-hmm. But then Kelly... Leaps starts, onto Maddie and starts yeah. choking her and rolling around like, you lied to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's it's not another cat fight. She's, it looks like, trying to strangle her to death. <laughs> yeah. And um, Gwen finally makes it out to where the girls are. She ends yeah, up stealing a neighbor's car. She was car. trapped in the closet. <laughs> but thank God, the house that the foster parents live, oh, yeah, live in. Oh, yeah, it's a prefab and it's made of, like, plywood or something. <laughs> yeah, it was like, we are, it was established that it was, uh, that they were poor. Thank mm. goodness, because apparently their doors are made of balsa wood and the mom just punched <laughs> right through it. And moved the chair and got out that was holding the door shut. And she even goes to the computer and sees, because Kelly is still logged in to her Instagram account, she sees the DM and she knows that they're meeting up at the creek or whatever. Yeah. So that's how she So she saves the day. Mm -hmm. And she even hugs Kelly and tells her that she loves her and that Maddie loves her. Just even as the cops arrive with sirens blaring. Yeah, I was surprised at that. There was no sense of, like, her being glad of, like, oh, we're triumphing over you and you're going down. You know, she seemed genuinely sad for Kelly. Yeah. And not just, like, trying to manipulate her by saying that she loved her. It did seem like she was speaking from the heart. And I was surprised at that. I, I yeah, it was so sweet. And it's just like, finally, poor Kelly. You know, she's so misunderstood. Nobody cares for her. Mm-hmm. This movie has really, you know, shown us how, what her terrible plight is. And then we cut to the epilogue of the movie. <laughs> and it's all about Kurt and Maddie. And Maddie. And I'm like, okay. And then someone's going to explain in a line of dialogue what happens to poor Kelly. Nope. Was she tried yeah. as an adult? Maybe. Maybe not. I don't know. 
<laughs> is she yeah. in juvie? Was she set free? Like, did she, is she, did she find a new, was she sent to juvie? Like, did she get a new foster family? Like, is she reformed and now she's on her way to college? Does she move yeah. in with the Reynolds family? We have no clue because no. the movie doesn't even try to let us in on what happens to Kelly. All yeah. it doesn't we don't know what happens to Sasha. We don't know what happens to poor no. Ava's family. We no. don't even really know what happens to Mrs. Reynolds. All we know or Mr. is that, for that matter. <laughs> yeah. All we know is that um, it's a few months later, it's prom or, or I don't know, maybe it's like a day later. Prom must be coming up, That's right? That's true. So maybe so, like a month later at the most <laughs> if they were already yeah, dresses. So, so we've got Maddie and Kurt picks her up in a sweet old timey red convertible, Mustang, which yeah. reminded me of Sweet Valley High all over again. <laughs> because a sexy important. car goes a long yeah. way when you're in high school. Like what is it, like knickerbockers pants or something crazy? <laughs> I don't know. He's His he's wearing a so pale blue tuxedo, which I liked a lot. Like like Robin's egg blue. Yeah. And he's going to be in New York, and she says that she's going to save up and come visit him. And he's mm-hmm. like, really? And he's going away to college. And mm-hmm. anyway, he tells her he loves her. And that's yeah. like the happy ending of the movie. And then she says that she loves him, too. And I think they do that hey thing again to each other. <laughs> <laughs> of like, And then you're like, okay, movie, show us how Kelly is at the prom, too. Because she was able to get off when they realized that she, it was all an accident. Uh-huh. And she's just doing community service or something. But <laughs> no, the movie doesn't care at all what happens to Kelly. No. <laughs> Kelly uh, was taken away somewhere, is somewhere, doesn't matter. She's not killing anyone, so she's not important. <laughs> yeah, apparently. <sighs> I did like the um, colors, though, at the end of his like bright blue jacket and her pale pink dress and the red uh, car. I was like, oh, this is yeah. pretty. The movie was pretty nice to look at throughout. Yeah, it didn't do too much of that like dark and dingy thing. Mm-hmm. It you know it wasn't like depressing to look at. It was yeah, which made it easier to watch as these crazy <laughs> things are happening. And they did a lot of like slow mo walking with like a little uh, power ballad about like where the warriors. <laughs> yeah, so that was always a fun reprise even if uh the story didn't necessarily hold together all the time (laughs) right well and i think that like one of the biggest strengths of the movie is the fact that it doesn't just paint its villain as this well she's not even really a villain like she's the 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 girl who's doing the bad stuff is like the hero of them or like one of the main characters of the movie she's she's we understand what's wrong with her like the Mm -hmm. movie shows us all of that but that's what makes it like, the fact that it's nuanced is what makes it so bizarre when the film is over that we don't find out what happens with her. Yeah. Because it's almost as if the pe- the winners of this story are the, like, the like wealthy, popular people and the poor teen foster child with the pervy foster dad and who's been bounced around from home to home and just wanted somebody to love her. She's not only, you know she's not only in even more trouble and like not healed at all, but like she's probably in prison, but we don't even know. No. (laughs) So I think we're, she doesn't get a chance to reform. That would be the true happy ending. Yeah. Where we like jump ahead a few years and she has an ability to, you know, uh, seek parole and now she's out and she's going to live a new life. 
Yeah. Um, or like, I mean, I could see a version of this where she doesn't actually get go to prison because yeah. it everybody understands that it was an all all an accident and all of her deepest fears about how she was going to be mistreated just because she was a foster child didn't come true. Yeah. But as far as we know, they did. <laughs> so, I mean, she did um, plant evidence on someone. And oh, that's true. I forgot about that part. That's really bad. She does do some very bad <laughs> things. I don't want to be a Kelly apologist. It's just Yeah. And she also uh, forced, uh, what do you call that, Uh, falsely imprisoned someone in her closet. (laughs) Yeah, and she admits to the world on that live stream that she killed her foster dad. (laughs) Accidentally. So, never mind. I guess I take it back. (laughs) And then there's a couple of uh, moments of assault. So, you know, there's, there's a mixed bag of things that she has to answer for. Yeah, okay, so definitely maybe some jail time for Kelly. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But um, I think we're at the point where we can uh, rate the movie in terms of actual quality, one to five stars, and uh, rate the movie in terms of its uh, silliness and the fun you had watching it in regards to how crazy it might have been. So uh, I'll say for me, I I give it like, four stars like for a tv movie this was uh pretty good there was no like slow parts and even though some things didn't you know necessarily make sense and the ending kind of is lame um i felt like it was acted pretty well and it it looked pretty good so that's what i would say for quality what would you say well, the thing that you said about for a TV movie is really throwing me for a loop because mm. I haven't really watched that many TV movies. So I was just thinking like for a movie, like I feel like <laughs> for a movie, this is maybe like a two star movie. Yeah. But that's where the whatever is thing really kind of comes in and fills in the balance because I feel like this movie <laughs> is a solid like for whatever is for sure. Like if we're talking about like kind of good badness like I definitely yeah. enjoyed watching the movie yeah I mean I might even go as far as to actually recommend it which in <laughs> my uh some, my best friend and I have this sort of private marker of like rating movies on on like letterbox let's say mm-hmm. uh, at a, on a five-star scale that three stars is like the threshold for recommendability mm-hmm. and like I could imagine myself recommending this movie to someone <laughs> to, as a funny silly thing to watch so maybe I have to bump it up to three stars yeah. Yeah, what should we make our whatevers uh, be? Cell phones, I guess? Oh, uh, yeah, definitely cell phones or, like, selfies. Yeah. Um, so you think you'd give it, like, four selfies out of five? Well, tell me a little bit more about the about how you envision that system. Like, what is Like, what is the true meaning of the number of selfies that we're giving it? Like... If you found yourself laughing throughout about, like, absurd things they do or, mm-hmm. like, really huge, hammy um, performances where you're, like, or if you, like, see something mm-hmm. in a shot, you shouldn't just, like, oh, this is really bad, but in a way that I'm really enjoying. Then okay. I get something high. Well, what do you think? Um, I didn't think, like, the performances were that crazy or anything, but it is, like, 
so much happens in this movie. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, you know, there's... I, that's such a good point. I thought it was almost over a lot yeah. of times. And then I looked and it was just like, oh my gosh, this has only been 45 minutes. Exactly. But not in the way that I was like bored of what was happening, but just yeah. in like, oh, this was, this has been a lot of things happening. <laughs> like so much happens before anyone even dies. Like, yeah. <laughs> and it's... It's just like we have like the cheerleaders who announce S U C K I T Sasha or whatever in the <laughs> yeah. middle of the cafeteria. So yeah, I think I'd I'd still give it a pretty high rating. I'd give it like three cell phones out of five. Yeah. Maybe three and I a half. am Yeah, I think I'm with you. Because you're right. It's not like I I think I'm trying having a hard time deciding how much uh how much of the is like I really I enjoyed watching the movie and how much of it I enjoyed it because of its badness this is a true like guilty pleasure type of movie where it was like it was so dumb but it was like fun to watch it be dumb Mm -hmm. but it wasn't like poorly executed or poorly made like it wasn't like I could see the boom in the shot or I mean there were a few things that made us think like well why is this happening like why like on a plot level it was pretty stupid a lot of times so i'm gonna give it like yeah i I think like three and a half cell phones sounds good yeah i think we're both saying that if you see this on tv you should go ahead and and stop what you're doing and and go ahead and watch it i mean it's called insta psycho like that's all you have to say yeah it's all in the title really (laughs) i think it could be a really fun like movie night like double feature Insta Psycho and Ingrid Goes West. Oh, yeah. So you kind of start the night off. What order would you put them in? Would you go goofy and then. No, I think Ingrid Goes West would be first. And then uh, you okay. like. Because it's a little <laughs> bit upsetting uh, uh, so at times. Even because, you know, as black yeah. comedies sometimes are, like some yeah, very true. dark stuff happens. And then mm-hmm. it ends and you're like, oh no, was that even a comedy or was that a horror movie? Like, was this like a serious thriller? Because the ending is actually a little bit. It's like seems happy, but then it actually ends up being kind of really deeply creepy if you think oh, about it. Okay. So I think that then you would cleanse your palate with uh, some, some, <laughs> some like, psycho. the cotton candy yeah. uh, junk food that is Insta-Psycho. <laughs> Sounds good. Um, so now is the time that I pull up all of the places that I want to send my listeners, <laughs> like Twitter. You can follow us at NABM Podcast um, or direct people who don't already listen to podcasts to not another bad movie podcast at Libsyn, com, and all the usual spots. And you can email me at not another bad movie podcast at gmail.com. And if you want to send me a dime, that would be appreciated. That's Patreon, P A T. R-E-O-N dot com. Could you tell the fine people where they can find uh, Sweet Valley Diaries? Absolutely. Well, you can, first of all, search for Sweet Valley Diaries on all of the places that one listens to podcasts. You can even visit SweetValleyDiaries.net because Sweet Valley Diaries was a blog for a long time before it was ever a podcast. And so both old blog posts about Sweet Valley High novels and the podcast are both housed there now. Um, I'm at Sweet Valley on Twitter. Haha, <laughs> early adopter over there. And at Sweet Valley Diaries on Instagram, which is my favorite place to 
to post about stuff because uh, the covers of Sweet Valley High novels are truly a treasure. And so that is the visual aspect that it is fun to share with people. Um, and I think that's, I mean, you can email me if you wanted to email me at <laughs> sweetvalleydiaries at me.com. Uh, but I don't know why you would want to do that. Um, <laughs> listen to the podcast. That would be my favorite thing for you to do. Yeah. Uh, always listen, subscribe, and rate and review. Those are the things we really, really want. <laughs> yes. As Everything podcasters. else is optional. <laughs> I always feel like such a in like such a classic podcaster move to tell you to rate, review, and subscribe. But that's <laughs> that's what we need. I feel like I should have some like cutesy sign off like Sasha would have. Like, love to all of you. <laughs> oh my gosh, she was so hot on like thank you for your support. So uh, maybe yes. or like your your support is what drives me. Like I do it all for you. How about that? <laughs> yeah. That uh basically what Marissa said. Your support drives me. Love you forever. <laughs> Hashtag suck it, Sasha. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Thanks for being on. It was my pleasure. What a great distraction. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. And we'll see you next month. Bye. Bye.